It is the second hour of First Up here on TSN 1050. Aaron Karolnik, Carlo Koliakova with you. Trade deadline day. Trade Center beginning at 8 a.m. We have all-day coverage here at TSN 1050, and it's the annual pilgrimage of our hockey insider, Darren Dreger, to our studio. I guess biannual. Free agent friends here also come in. Dregs, what's going on? Uh, not a lot of sleep. Uh, but that's fine. I mean, tis the season. But you look great, man. You do. I love the combo you got going on. Yeah, well, you know what, every once in a while, right? Um, (laughs) you know, today's going to be an interesting day. Uh, you know, obviously, the the bigger names have gone. There's still a couple that, you know, are worthy of of distinction on our trade bait graphic on tsn.ca and and whatnot. You know, we're looking at James Van Riemsdyk. Where's he going to land? Is it going to be Vegas? They've got some cap space that they've manufactured there with varying deals and injury, et cetera. Is it going to be Winnipeg? Um, go down the list. And, you know, then beyond that, you, you run into the middle of the pack type of forwards, bottom six guys, depth defensemen. But those are the deals that can also matter, right? They may right. not be sexy for the viewer who is glued to TSN, through uh, various hours of the day here today, but from an organizational standpoint, I'm always reminded of the Ron Hainsey deal, right, to the Pittsburgh Penguins, <laughs> where this guy was pulled off the scrap heap, and then because of injuries, you know, he he had to be a top four, and he ended up winning a, a Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup. So anyway, it'll be a lot of storytelling. Well, even last year, Arturi Lekkinen and I think Andrew Cogliano were traded on deadline day yeah, to yeah, Colorado, and those yeah. guys were crucial for the Avalanche, and we know how many trades have been made in the weeks leading up to deadline day. Yeah. The trade bait board, not as robust as it once was, no. and I am curious, because Carlo and I, we've been talking when you came in uh, prior to the segment in our break, we're talking about just what it's like as an insider, and you're hounding people left <laughs> and right. Are you sending bottles of wine to all of your sources, maybe gift cards to Golf Town? How does that work? <laughs> well, that would be unethical. <laughs> um, but there is a reason, aside from the obvious coverage of going to the general manager's meetings, which, by the way, are in Florida mm. in about 10 days, I guess, something along <laughs> oh, those lines. Is, we do go... And we may share a beverage or two with some of these said general managers just as a a bit of payback. (laughs) But I've said this jokingly over the years because, you know, social media has developed a real thick scar tissue for all NHL general managers and hockey operations people, right? They're just used to it now. Mm -hmm. Um, And Bob McKenzie and I were having a conversation with Bruce Boudreau and, and the group yesterday um, and, and reminiscing on some of the, the craziness that we've experienced over the deadline. Well, just I, even him this year in Vancouver. Oh, I, but, <laughs> no but here, here's the, the, the difference in sensitivity levels, right? I don't remember what the, the year was or what the trades specifically were. Kevin Lowe was the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, and he made a couple of deals. Pierre Maguire was part of our panel coverage, and he ripped the Oilers. <laughs> Top to bottom. <laughs> Eviscerated the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Terrible day. Worst day they've ever had. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. I mean, Lowe was like bonkers and angry. Bonkers angry. Yeah. So I literally used to probably make 30 phone calls after the trade deadline and begin my reign of apologies. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not just because of the speculation and the stuff, the upheaval that was created. Be, again, pre-social media, you know, players' wives would be watching TSN and see their husband's name on a graphic and go, are we getting traded? We have to move? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> now 
You know, it's just open season because of Twitter and, and everything else. I mean, players don't even raise an eyebrow over this stuff. So I joke every year, it takes me 11 months to repair the damage that goes into the month leading up to today. And then we're supposed to be on TV that day, and we're talking about whatever oh, yeah. the speculation is, and we're right in the spotlight. So I can imagine the difficulty behind it. It's it's what makes you the TSN Hockey Insider, man. It's it's a tough job, but I, I, sh- I tell people all the time, I have the utmost respect for the job you and, and the other guys do because it's a tough one, and it allows us as hockey fans yeah. to enjoy a day like today. So. Well, I appreciate that. The guy with the toughest job is James Duthie, and you've seen it firsthand, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the man is magical, not just in terms of his creative genius, as we saw in the, the masterpiece video, yesterday. The, the, yeah, Bad for Bedard <laughs> song, which is legendary now. Um, I'm trying to think, and this was another McGuire. Who's the goaltender uh, in Buffalo? Chad uh, Johnson? Johnson. Yeah. So he gets traded how many years ago? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But wherever he got traded, again, all these stories are flooding into my head. McGuire says to Duthie, just as Chad is coming on the air with us live in a, in a phone interview, McGuire says to Duthie, hey, Chad and so-and-so, the other goalie, are best friends. They've known each other forever. So maybe the second question that Duthie asked, and my understanding is that you're, you're really close with yeah. this guy. Chad's like, no, nah, I've never met him before. <laughs> That's the beauty of live TV, right? I mean, like, like, oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. So, I mean, in normal circumstance, uh, you know, you'd be a little ticked off, and but it it just turned into be one of the funnier, lighter moments of the day. So, honestly, fellas, I normally get myself so amped up for today because it's sleep deprivation, it's caffeine, it's everything that we've just talked about, and... There's a sense of pride and, and competition. Like, you want to do well. You want to break trades. Yeah. You want to entertain the viewers and, and all of that. Well, it feels like today is going to be more about entertainment. Bobby Mack and I have fought, like, and I'm seriously, we we have fought against the nonsense that we put on the air here on Trade Deadline Day really? over the years. You remember the camels in the parking lot or llamas? <laughs> or the the llamas, of course. With, with, with Gino Retta running yeah, around. Yeah, the stuff monkey. Like Oh, you no, know, the monkey is the playoff. Ah, I mean, <laughs> the Maggie stuff, the monkey. The yeah, shenanigans monkey. in in the uh, studio sex that Dotty always wanted Bobby and I to be a part of, and we're like, are you, like, we have serious jobs to do yeah. here, and you dum dums are are creating a circus. <laughs> I want the circus today. Yeah, I need the circus yeah. today. Darren Drager in studio with us, TSN Hockey Insider Trade Center, beginning live on TSN at eight a.m. So we've hmm. seen so many impact names already moved. Horvat, Kane, Tarasenko, O'Reilly, Orlov, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And I'm looking at the trade bait list this morning, Dregs. There's only one name that I think would qualify, and it's JT Miller. He's number six on the list, signed a big deal with Vancouver. The only team I can see really making sense is Carolina. They haven't made that big move. Yeah. Everybody else in the East, the other big top five teams have made a significant acquisition. You think Carolina, Vancouver talking Miller today? I don't. Uh, and now, look, we have to qualify everything until 3 o'clock Eastern or until the, the trades flood through Central Registry. Never say never. Um, so the information that we were getting last night was that Carolina has now done a, a, an about face. And they're like, alright, well we're just going to pull in our horns here because wow. there, there just isn't anything out there that is worthy of an asking price. I still feel like Donnie Waddell is going to try and add a piece up front. Um, but 
I mean, to be critical, not of what L, but of, of where the Hurricanes are, that's such a good team. Yeah. Okay. Such a good team. Like, you know, look, Peridorian was gifted Jake Chikrin. Okay. No gifted Jake Chikrin. <laughs> However, he also recognized the way that the Ottawa Senators were playing. And as he acknowledged yesterday, made a promise to Claude Giroux when he signed yeah. him that he was going to get a defenseman. Okay, might be too little too late here for yeah. this season, but they've got chicken for the next couple of years. How do you not give the Carolina Hurricanes staff and players every opportunity to contend for a Stanley Cup? That is a really good hockey club, and they've got the cap space to do it. The necessity for a scoring forward is there, and they just haven't. Now, so let's, let's just... Go forward a little bit to J.T. Miller. This is a real tricky one for Patrick Galvin and the Vancouver Canucks because it's not just about creating cap space and getting whatever return you're going to get for J.T. Miller. It's about the message sending to future players. This guy hasn't even started his contract yeah. extension at $8 million per on a mega contract. What are you saying to future unrestricted free agents when... You trade a guy who's a significant piece of the Vancouver Canucks. He is. Yeah. You know, and his contract extension hasn't even kicked in yet. I will say that the Pittsburgh Penguins, just maybe through desperation, Ron Hextall was like, he had lines in the water everywhere, including taking a hard run at J.T. Miller. A hard run. And Vancouver just said, we like the offer, we just can't take it because it was draft picks. Um, we need we need a centerman, and frankly, we're not rebuilding in Vancouver. And J.T. Miller is is going to be a, a big part of our future. So that's why I say never say never. Everything I just said, but is it possible somebody steps up in a big way? It's always possible. Yeah, I I still trying to figure out what Vancouver's doing. I mean, they're rebuilding, and then they go out and trade a first round pick for Hironik. Yeah. And I like Hironik. I think he's a good defenseman, but why make that move now? You know, it just it, it didn't make any sense to me. But yeah. let's look at the other Canadian team that is probably going to garner a lot of attention today. It's the team we watched play the Maple Leafs last night. Yeah. Maple Leafs had a great win last night. They looked really good. Solid third period. But what are the Calgary Flames going to do? Well, they were undecided going into that game. And it's crazy to think that one game can be a tipping point with so much hockey left in the regular season. That game might have been it, though, for the Calgary Flames, because now, again, you're looking at the cut line in the playoffs, and what are they, five points out? Five points out. Have, have yeah. this conversation. Now, in saying that, that West is a hodgepodge, that Western Conference. Winnipeg isn't playing very well of late. No. You know, so they're in a wild card spot. I learned a long time ago not to, to ever doubt Brad Trilliman. general manager of the Calgary Flames. Um, you know, I think he had all eyes on Joel Edmondson in their game last night against the Los Angeles Kings, his first game back in a while. Uh, they've been poking on that level of defenseman. Edmondson, I think they inquired on, on Carson Susie, which doesn't make sense to me, out of Seattle. I mean, Seattle's a good team. Yeah. Uh, and Klingberg from <clears throat> the Anaheim Ducks. But does Tree go into sell mode now? With some of his pieces, yeah, right? so it'd be a tough be one. Tough one you're a, if you're a Flames well, fan. If, if they go into Selmo, could we see like what Nashville's doing? Like, you know, some well, of those Lindholm on the on the block. No, like, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't You'd think have so. To look at. There's been some speculation around Toffoli. I don't buy it. I don't buy. It. I mean, Daryl Sutter would lose his mind. Yeah, because mm -hmm. again, at this point in the season, 
with the uncertainty of that Western Conference, like you're not out. Like you're not out. No, they're, they're the only team really that's competing with Winnipeg, Winnipeg and, and, and Edmonton, and, and Toffoli is such a a competitive piece. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so Darren Dreger's with us in studio, TSN Hockey Insider, and we saw the Leafs win 2-1 last night against Calgary, Darren, and they've made so many moves. Six new players in the lineup last night, Shen and Gustafson making their debuts. you think Gustafson will play a second game with the Toronto Maple Leafs, or do you think that's a one-and-done for Eric Gustafson, who had a tough night? they got to I mean, move a defenseman. They're going to trade somebody today, right? They're going to carry nine guys. I'm not convinced of that either. Mm. I'm not. I mean, it, it does make sense because of the glut on defense. But as Bobby Mack summarized in the game last night, so eloquently, I might add, um, you know, there was a point earlier in the season where they had Hollowell and Victor Mete as a D pairing. Okay, they're, 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 they're fine players, but that's just a clear indication of the trouble you can get into. Again, earlier we talked about Hainsey and Pittsburgh. What happens if you run into injury problems, right? I look at somebody like Connor Timmons and where he's going to fit, not on the trade front, don't get me wrong, but again, for me, he'd be a little bit higher up in a depth perspective than yeah. some of those other guys. But do you consider moving Justin Hall? Well... It can be tricky because, again, an injury on that side. and Now Timmons is in the lineup. You're, now Timmons is in the lineup. You're in the thick of it. And you also have to be mindful of what your coaches want, right? As a general manager, you just gather all the pieces together, you plug the holes, and then it's up to the coach and it's up to the, the, the players to deliver. While Justin Hall clearly is a coach favorite yeah. of Sheldon Keefe. So... Gustafson, yeah, maybe. But I think for for Kyle Dubas, based on everything that he's done, which is a lot, to consider moving some of that depth, it's actually going to have to be for something that matters. Like a draft pick that helps them recoup some of what they've used to to move out at this point. He he could be quiet. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. No, it's that to me is gonna be interesting what he does next. If it's nothing I think you're pretty happy with what he's done so far, but if it's something I don't think else... He's doing, like people keep muttering about goaltending, right? No, I don't think he's doing anything either. I, no, I mean, he's been preaching depth and confidence in that in, in that position, you know, basically all season long. And Joe Wall was good last night. If he's your number three, then it's not so it bad. Sounds like Murray's close, at least according to Sheldon King. They could have who, the hell, who the hell knows? They could what? have activated him by now. He's been close for a long time, seemingly, yeah. so maybe we'll see him Saturday. Who knows? Maybe sometime next week. But we will see you on Trade Center at 8 a.m. TSN Hockey Insider Darren Dreger. Great to see you. All right, guys. Have break a, a trade, Drake. Yeah, let's go. Break Just break trade. something. Maybe <laughs> maybe Adam Henrique. Can we get maybe uh, sure. Nick Benino? I think he was actually traded already. Yeah. Nick Schmaltz. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But thanks for doing this, Darren. Uh, Jeff O'Neill coming up in about 15 minutes. Andrew Raycroft in the third hour of the show. All-day coverage for trade deadline here on TSN 1050. Continues after this.